Tippers. I'm Mac, this fat bitch. We got Matt Regan, Ryan Haynes, and our producer Kyle behind the screen. How you guys doing? Ryan, what's been up, man? Hey, not much, man. Good to be back. Uh, I don't know. I've been on vacation this week. Went and saw my first movie at an actual movie theater for the first time since like, you know, January of 2019 or something. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been a good week overall. What movie? Stillwater with with uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, was it good? Pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. It was long. It was like two and a half hours, but it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, Matt Damon's in some uh, pretty hot water right now. Yeah, yeah. I would... <laughs> we won't get into that. Regan, how was your weekend, man? How you doing? Great until you threw me off and picked Ryan first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time in nineteen episodes you picked Ryan. I was like. Uh, no, uh, I've had to do that at least once before. All right, I'll give you one. Still messing with my head. I know. Other than that, I'm good. I'm just disgruntled. Disgruntled. Oh. Well, that's not good. Hopefully, we can pick you up here. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Uh, I thought that's I why he was going you to you this. last. I know. You usually I know. ask that's him how he's I, doing, I and I never ask him how he's doing. Oh man. Yeah, I'm the thoughtful Here. one. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> Have you guys ever done this? You put freeze pop in your drink upside down, like those little Corona Itas and like a margarita thing. No, like right? Because I'm I'm not a, a college girl. I put ice in my. <sighs> yeah, so. yeah Reeks has a has a man drink. I don't know what you're drinking, Mac. It is strawberry watermelon lemonade. Oh with, my uh, god! Ice pop in it. <laughs> Holy sugar oh. overload. No, no, it's crystal light. It's fine. I want to diet. <laughs> that, pop, that, that popsicle is not crystal light. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. I just want to say thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube at Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast, we appreciate it. If you could subscribe, like the video, comment. Give us some feedback. Uh, interact with us. We'd love it. If you want to interact with us some more, you can follow our socials, Twitter and Instagram at Just a Tip FFP, or you can find us on Facebook, the name of the podcast, Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon, you can download our episodes and subscribe and follow them as well. And always share our tips with your friends and family. We'd really appreciate it, you guys supporting us, really helping us out here. Uh, and you make it fun, man, having an audience and uh, interacting with you guys. It's been, and girls, been a lot of fun. Uh, we are in episode 19 right now, August 4th, 2021, 36 days away from kickoff. About five weeks, man. It's getting crunch time here. Your drafts are coming up. Uh, so we are going to get into QB rankings tonight. Uh, different style than what you're probably used to if you listen to other podcasts. So uh, Ryan came up with the idea. Nobody's ever done it before. Never happened. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned for that. But before we get into that, uh, let's get into Haynes' briefs here. And I got news for you. Ryan, what do we got? 
Wow, that was the shortest segue into a Haynes brief ever. I was waiting for more. <laughs> I'm trying to go rapid fire tonight, man. Oh, fair enough. All right, here we go. Well, uh, I mean, the biggest piece of news over the last week. Uh, so Carson Wentz goes down with a foot injury. Going to be out five to 12 weeks. Uh, I did see a report today from uh, NFL Media's Tom Pelissero uh, saying that he still could be ready for, for week one. So they haven't counted him out for week one as of yet. Uh, so right now, the Colts quarterback room is looking like in-house is Jacob Eason and Brett Hundley. Uh, and then some other names that have been thrown around, Gardner Minshew, Nick Foles, Blake Fortles. So guys, in the event that he's out, longer more towards the 12 weeks than the five uh who do you think temporarily takes the reins philip rivers <laughs> yeah regan regan said it uh philip rivers is said he's open to coming back so who knows he said he's out of shape though and he's been coaching uh his kids high school team one of the nine kids he has i guess so uh God, who would rabbit. do that who would have kid, that many kids? That's crazy. Oh no, weirdos! Philip Rivers, huh? I didn't hear that. Man, I'm you like a news that? guy, and I'm missing out on all the news. You missed I guess. that. It just came out this afternoon. They were talking about it. So we'll feed uh, you, baby bird. <laughs> he killed it. What are you talking about? I he was have to feed it. I'm thinking <laughs> it Andrew Luck. Maybe uh, here, here's a name that popped in my head today. Vinny Testaverde. He's the guy to still be playing quarterback somewhere, oh, right? Geez. Guy was like 60 when he retired. So, yeah. <laughs> Same uh, as a chance. I, I posted it on Twitter. Just a tip. FFP. Uh, asking some guys that we know uh, about Gardner Minshew. And uh, I would love that if they traded for Gardner Minshew there. Uh, the guy, he plays well and with a great offensive line. But you're getting into it with Quentin Nelson, maybe not so great anymore. Might be tough, but I would take the chance on that. Or you tank, and you just roll with your backups. And Eason's a statue. Like everybody says, like he doesn't move well in the pocket at all. Uh, so I don't think you want that. And your team is pretty well, especially on defense. So I would trade for Gardner Minshew. I mean, realistically, I think Carson Wentz is probably out for what three or four weeks. So you got to you got to win what like two games in that time. I think Minshew is a good candidate for that. I think Philip Rivers is a good candidate for that. Um, so we'll see. But you know, there is still some optimism around Carson Wentz coming back week one. Um, I did make note Quentin Nelson, like you just referenced, Mac. He's going to be out five to twelve weeks with the same injury as Carson Wentz. I have no idea like how these guys got the same exact injury same within one. like six days of each other, but um, must be something with the turf there or the, or the cleats. I don't know. Well, rumor has it they were wrestling. Oh, that's how it happened. I knew it. Little footsies. Little, too, it was too intense. Way too intense. <laughs> Hey, I wouldn't just, think I quit Nelson with that. I'm looking at the Colts schedule, guys, and I'm pretty sure he came up with this injury on purpose because they have the Seahawks, the Rams, the Titans, the Dolphins, Ravens. Mm. Oh, Dolphins yeah, that scary, makes sense. Man. Ouch. Who's who's week six? Bye week. Uh, uh, Texans. Oh, they, that's when he's coming How back. How unusual. There he is. <laughs> All right, moving on here. 
so another little bit of news, wide receiver Kenny Galladay left Giants practice yesterday with an undisclosed injury. He was seen grabbing the back of his leg, uh, and the team is optimistic that the injury is minor He will and he will return soon. So is there any room for uh, for serious concern here, guys? We thinking like nagging, lingering, hamstring issue? You get a, you have to be worried about injuries like this for a wide receiver. They always tend to be lingering. The fact that it's happening this early, maybe they play it smart. If you don't see him for a couple weeks, I'd feel a little bit better just so he could rest. But if he comes back too early, this could be a problem. Well, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah, it didn't look good, man. Uh, it just a little bit of a jump going for the ball, and then he grabbed it immediately. Uh, I just... I wasn't really targeting him anyway. Didn't have the most faith in the Giants' offense altogether. So I feel bad. Like I, I like seeing him play. So hopefully he can get back on the field uh, and be all right. But yeah, take uh, take caution. I wouldn't I wouldn't go out and try to reach for him. But say he's there. What fifth round? Would you take a chance on him? Knowing what we know now. Yeah, I'm hoping, because that's kind of where he's going in general, like a little bit earlier than that. I'm hoping because of this news, he does fall. And then I'd feel better taking a, a flyer on him. Yeah, if he falls to like 7th or 8th, I might feel okay. Uh, right now, he before the injury, he was around like T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, and I think I would rather have either of those guys over Kenny Galladay. Just a little bit more certainty at the, the quarterback position. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how this plays out. Um all right, one one more piece of news, and I guess the other one we could save uh, for later on. But the Bengals' offense is struggling at camp right now, per reports. So from one to ten, rating one to ten, where's the panic level right now at Cincy? Not high for me, man. I I have not had high expectations for the Bengals. Uh, I they're, they're the Bengals, man. They're they're the bottom of the totem pole of that division. I, I, they're not they're not ready. They'll be up and coming, but still that offensive line is not great. Okay, they're pretty bad last year and the year before, and they're better this year supposedly on paper. But I mean, how much better? Fifty percent better? Okay, uh, I'm not sure. If they're jumping from ranked thirty second last year to in the 20s okay still not great so yeah i'm not mm-hmm. panicking regan what are your thoughts i think i might be in the same boat as you and i kind of didn't have as much faith as a lot of uh people that being said that you you got to be happy about um what they have there and how much talent they have at wide receiver this this team does pan out that is a lot of fantasy points those uh wide receivers are somewhat going early in these drafts so I guess it is kind of time to panic if you ask me. I think there's too much riding. You know, Joe Mixon's second round. You got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Jamar Chase is going early. He's a rookie. That's a scary pick in the first place. Never mind. You know, Joe Burrow's coming back from injury. We'll get into this in our uh, bracket a little later on, but I, I definitely think it's uh, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I mean, Burrow coming back from injury, I think he's going to need some time. So I'm not over panicking either. Uh, and at the same time, like with increased expectation comes a little bit more uh, increased mm-hmm. pressure. So maybe they're feeling a little bit of that right now. And uh, I think Zach Taylor's a good coach. I think he'll help the, those guys to, to settle in and, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. I think we'll we'll be able to tell more like week 
three of preseason, how these guys are clicking. So, um, you know, again, like all training camp news, you just got to kind of stay tuned and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really only have to be worried about injury. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Tyree Kill, he, we didn't get into that, but tendonitis in the knee, Andy Reid is saying. But he was lifting and stuff, testing it out. Like, okay, monitor that. But when they're sitting out days of practice, that's when you got to start worrying. They're still trying to click as an offense. We'll we'll see in the preseason games, which we have that benefit, which we didn't have last year. Very true. So that so it, it's going to be good. Preseason games matter, man. I tried telling people that last year, and it, it showed because the defense let up a lot of points at the beginning of the season last year. So Yeah, I mean, look at the Cowboys five weeks into the season mm-hmm. where they average in 38 points a game or something. So uh, Outrageous. Uh, good for fantasy, I guess. All right, boys. Anything else? No, that's, uh, that's it. shit, there's a lot of news. It's true, the market is becoming saturated. That might be my favorite drop uh, that we have. I think so. <laughs> I, I think so. I, I got a, I was a little premature there. I was going to make a brief joke, so you you saved me that, so we can <laughs> oh, move on. <laughs> you better use it next time. All right, you got it. All right. So let's get into our rankings here, our QB rankings. Here on ESPN 8, the Ocho, bringing you the finest in seldom seen sports from around the globe since 1999. If it's almost a sport, we've got it here. Alright. <laughs> You're supposed to find a different plug or something, didn't you say uh, that four weeks ago? I, I was trying to, but I don't know. Uh, Old well, habit. You know. If it ain't broke, right. don't fix it. I love how he fixes. Yeah. He doesn't fix that, but your brief just keeps getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, I know, right? He's just like trying to pass it along uh, faster. He's like, yeah, yeah, I get out of here. I got the Ocho coming up. I got to make some room. <laughs> it's true. Save me in editing. Uh, All right. Uh, so as Regan alluded to earlier about a bracket style on our rankings, we had a guess, a fan, a friend of ours, uh, from high school, Jared Gregory here, who did pretty good job. Uh, you know, I don't want to pump his tires too high, uh, inflate him too much, but uh, I like what he did with his breakdowns of our uh, top 16 minus Patrick Mahomes. But Ryan, you want to explain uh, our ranking style that we're doing here? Yeah, sure. So so each week, guys, we're going to do a tournament style for each uh, individual position. It's going to be a different group of uh, 16 individual players. So if we feel like uh, we're pretty we're pretty uh, consensus or other sites are, are um, the consensus is pretty much the same on certain players, we might leave them out of the bracket and then discuss them in different episodes. Uh, but for right now, we're going to focus on 16 players, uh, four rounds, including the finals. And uh, every week we're going to have uh, a listener or a friend or, or um, a fellow podcaster complete a bracket, uh, have one to two points to defend their picks, and then your tippers may or may not be too gentle with their critique. So we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, but we will share where we have these guys individually ranked, why, and who we would choose over them. Uh, and the purpose of this is, you know, draft day, you're going to have to make some tough decisions. You're going to be looking at some of these uh, matchups in, in a different way on draft day and trying to figure out who, who you want to choose and why. And we're going to try to help you make those picks. Uh, so afterwards, we're going to make our full rankings available on our socials uh, and keep an eye out uh, for our website, which is under construction right now. 
uh, and we're hoping that we can get those those rankings out to you uh, on the website by the start of your draft. And with that, I think we can begin. So, Mac, you want to get into it? Sure, man. Uh, so, round one. Uh, I should add a Mortal Kombat. I was just going to say it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, all right, we'll have to do that next time. Round one. Round one, we got Josh Allen versus Ben Roethlisberger, right? Two big meaty boys here. So let's see. Jared has Allen as the winner here. All right. For obvious reasons, he says QB one, most fancy points, uh, most fancy points last year for quarterback, most formats. Uh, you can add him up in every way, passing yards, rushing yards. He can do it all, passing and rushing touchdowns on the goal line. That's their run play. It's him rushing the ball. So uh, he's a dangerous quarterback, man. Uh, he has two very important components to that happening. So it's closer than you think on uh, him making it to one over Mahomes. Uh, but we can get into that later. So Pittsburgh, he says, uh, must try to establish a run to allow for more play-action pass- passes. Roethlisberger was 32nd in play-action passes attempts. Uh, and 40th in play-action passing yards. All right. More play-action will allow Johnson, Claypool, and Smith-Schuster uh, to create separation, which will lead to more big plays. And it's like, yes, Roethlisberger passing attempts may go down, but with the talent-receiving core, Ryan, why are you shaking your head? You're reading my stuff. <laughs> I am reading your stuff. <laughs> I was like... This is a lot short. Jared uh, kind of summed it, it up pretty quick. Lot, this makes a lot of sense here. I like where you guys was going on this. It sounds pretty what? familiar. <laughs> I'm just glad Ryan noticed because if he didn't notice, that would have been bad news. You know what? Well, what? Thanks you for making just, my point, Max. should have just left it. This is your point, so why don't it's you close, continue closer on than, Closer than you think. Closer than you think. I, I think Big Red, Big Ben could have a resurgence, but I think it's dependent on how this offense is utilized. If they can get the run going and they can utilize and they can utilize play action more, that could leave a lot of space for these very talented receivers and Claypool Johnson and Smith Schuster. Because last year they did not have room to make any kind of plays because there were seven in the box, and every time uh, Roethlisberger got the ball, he was throwing it under with under two seconds in under two seconds. So uh, he had the lowest uh, completion uh, yardage per completion of any quarterback last year. And if they can establish some play action, that could change significantly. Go. You should have interrupted me and not leave me out here embarrassing myself like this. Jason, Chris, I am sorry, guys. I have a bunch of documents open and I got them mixed up. So what Jared was saying was if this were a UFC fight, I'd have a hard time picking the winner, but it's fancy football, so Josh Allen is the runaway winner in the matchup. Big Ben put up decent stats in 2020. Yeah, this makes more sense. He gets right to the point, not rambling on what I was reading for you. (laughs) Uh, But they added running back in the first round for a reason with Najee Harris, so he won't touch the 600-plus pass attempts in uh, 2021. He also has no ability to run, knocking his value way down. Regan. Your thoughts on Roethlisberger and uh, the uh, obvious win th- for yeah. Josh Allen, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so really uh, my notes on Ben Roethlisberger is, you know, obviously he's 39 years old. It's quite old. He's coming off an injury last year. He said his elbow hurt, was not feeling – or whatever, his arm, shoulder, elbow. But either way, he's saying it, it finally feels better. 
So I, I guess that's my only concept. If he, I think he's no more than a QB two and a possible like two QB league or something like that with some upside. But uh, he's always thrown. I think he's thrown twenty eight touchdowns the past five six years. Uh, and other than last year, I think it was. But he is very consistent. If his elbow is back or the injury is back to normal, he should be okay as a QB two. But that's it. Where do you guys have him ranked, real quick? Ranked? We yeah, got we'll Big to, Ben. I'm seventeenth right now. Seventeenth. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have him fifteenth. I think we were all kind of around the same. I'm at twenty-two. Oh, <laughs> thanks. We'll get into that next episode. All, all right. right. All right. So Regan, who do we have next on the dock? Make sure you have the right one. It's Ryan's turn. Oh, okay. Ryan, excuse me. See, I, I'm, take me out, coach. I'm fumbling the ball all over This is a new here. segment, man. New segment. You got to work through the kinks. But <sighs> all right, so we got uh, Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts, uh, and this is going to be uh, our eight. But my notes uh, real bad. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> oh, and, and who was the first guy? Justin Herbert. You like popsicles? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I had an Easter egg with the popsicle in my drink for that. Anyway, continue. Oh, that's from Family Guy. All of that is why. Lo- All right, cool, man. <laughs> you know, log con. <laughs> See, this is why I mess it up because I'm doing too much of this extra flair for your entertainment. You're welcome. So I, th- I think this is. I think this is a really good matchup. First of all. Uh, and I think this is another one that will definitely be closer than a lot of people think. But Justin Herbert, Jared has it's the winner. Uh, Jared references that Hurts has a higher upside as a rusher, uh, but too many question marks around him. And there's not enough tape yet to justify taking him over Herbert. Uh, he mentions that Herbert lost hung, uh, Henter Henry, but he replaced him with Jared Cook, which is not a significant downgrade at tight end. Uh, he has some rushing upside. Uh, as well, he said that he uh, rushed for five touchdowns, tied for seventh among QBs, and 234 yards last year. Um, and I think Jared makes a lot of sense here. I have Herbert going as well. Uh, and my biggest thing with Jalen Hurts is going to be turnovers. Uh, I mean, the guy started in uh, four or five games last year, had four interceptions, nine fumbles. He lost two two of those fumbles in 2020, so he really lucked out there. Uh, I do think he has more value as far as, like, running the football, but I also think that he's certainly going to have, um, I think that he's going to be susceptible to more bust games where you see kind of what you saw in the last game of last year, where he had 72 yards passing 34 yards rushing and got pulled in the fourth quarter. What are you thinking, Mac? They were tanking that last game. So I don't put too much stock in that. Uh, that's why the coach got fired and everything. So it was a whole mess. Uh, yeah. So I have Jalen hurts ranked 11, and that's higher than Herbert. Herbert, I have at, uh, what do I have at? 16. So, Herbert, I thought with the weapons, they were trying to build around him. The owner was saying, we got to make him successful. Then there's rumors of Deshaun Watson being traded to him. So, it could be a whole nother mess there. So, he should move down my rankings a bit more. But uh, they did improve the O-line, and it's trending in the right way. Uh he had the highest rushing average of rookie QBs at 68 yards um, mm-hmm. per game. So with that upside, I think I would take a chance over Jalen Hurts and expecting a sophomore slump from Justin Herbert. Would it, and, uh, yeah, huge up, running upside, and he launches the ball downfield, man. So hopefully Rager and 
Devontae Smith can get healthy and get out there. But uh, Regan, what are your thoughts on it? Pretty much the same stats. I think, you know, eventually it's going to get repetitive. But we all know he, he runs. He, he did start four games, Ryan. Uh, and it was 63 attempts, 354 uh, yards, three touchdowns. Not bad. You see it's mostly a run game. And we see that Lamar Jackson, you know, some of these running quarterbacks can really make a make a, a good, uh, you know, name for themselves with that. You know, his passing percentage was only 52% or something like that, which was so low. He, he's just erratic. Uh, so if he can fig- figure that out and then keep the run erratic? game. Or, what I don't, erratic? <laughs> erratic, erratic, erratic. My mind's in the gutter. Okay. Uh, it seems right. like we all are on this podcast. It's all right, though. We're moving in the right direction. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I do have him high. I think I have him at like eight, and that's only if he can, uh, you know, do something with that with the throwing motion. You know, with Jalen. Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, March, not Jamar Chase. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith getting hurt it gets me very nervous. So yes. uh, he will be dropping in my rankings. Yeah, and that makes sense. I want to make one more note here. Uh, Sleeper has him ranked uh, 88th right now, and Herbert is ranked 47th. So I personally, even though I, I just made those points about Hurts and, and the concerns, I would rather take Hurts over Herbert based on where he's getting picked right now. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. I should make another note that I don't know if you mentioned at the top, uh, the ranking, the point scoring, six point per passing touchdown as well mm. uh, in these rankings. So I don't know if you mentioned that. Sorry. Uh, if you did, just want to remind people, some might be thinking it's four point per passing touchdown, but we are doing six right now. Uh, Matt, do you have make... Herbert at six, 16? Yeah, I do. Who did, he, who did he hurt? Did he like insult you in some way? No, no. He beat Miami last year pretty bad or something. Uh, who didn't? Don't think he did. Oh, that's a lot of people did. Uh, so the reason I have him that low, uh, new coaching staff, I feel like that might be a bit of a problem. Uh, even though he has a longer camp, it's hard to switch. Never mind from college to the NFL, and then you have that. You study up on all that. Um, bless you. (laughs) With uh. Oh my gosh, Anthony Lynn, excuse me. And then you got to change it up a bit. Not sure what to expect, but the schedule to start off with is pretty rough. But then the playoffs is Indy, Buffalo, and Jacksonville. I really like that. That'll be juicy. Losing Hunter Henry, all right, who he had a seven target average, all right. So with Jared Cook, he averages about three or four targets, but that was with back in New Orleans. I just expect it to regress a bit. Uh, four out of the five starting linemen uh, from last year. It's all new starters this year, presumed. They're ranked 18th in pro football focus. I hope I'm wrong. I'm just expecting a sophomore slump from him uh, with people having more film on him. I got him at 12. I agree. Sophomore slump's coming. That's a QB, QB1 in the 12th. There, so I have him as a QB two, so it's a pretty big difference. But that's just my line of thinking of it. I, I hope I am wrong. Thank you, producer. Well, I might have some uh, rebuttals next round, but I'll I'll save them for then. All right, oh, sounds good. Right, uh, what do we have next here? Pause after each name there. Regan. Uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> oh my God! Versus Matt Ryan. Let's kick it. 
We'll get flagged for this, but whatever. Nah, I do what worth you gotta it. do. Totally worth it. So uh, something that we should uh, start doing, guys, when we say these guys, we should say Tom Brady was uh, number four in our consensus yes. ranking. And uh, I believe Matt Ryan was number 13 in our consensus rank- ranking. Uh, so uh, this is really – I'll sum it up for Jared, uh, who made it very simple. He said, sorry, Matt, Matty Ice, this time there is no comeback victor- victory uh, coming. You know, Tom Brady is going to take it right out of the gate. <laughs> is that what he Jared, said? Yes, he uh, is. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> All right. You guys want me to read what he wrote? Because, you know, it says Tom Brady is just <laughs> going to take a giant dump on your face here. Awesome. I was trying to keep it cleaner. You know, anyways, I, I'll uh, just sum messy. up what Jared's saying. <laughs> Both quarterbacks are in, uh, immobile, but Tom Brady just has so many more weapons between Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk, Antonio Brown. You know, running backs. He just has so much more weapons. You know, Matt Ryan loses Julio. You know, Matt Ryan threw for 26 touchdowns in 2020, while Tom Brady threw for 40. That's a 14-point uh, touchdown difference. <laughs> and I don't see that slowing down for um, Tom Brady. And with Matt Ryan necessarily losing his fantasy crutch or touchdown crutch in Julio, I don't, you know, I don't see him doing any better than 26 touchdowns. Mac, how do you feel about this? Uh, if I didn't say it, Jared picked Tom Brady, of course, to win. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Uh, I think uh, taking a dump on the other person's face <laughs> it doesn't make it better. Don't you feel weird? But hey, uh, <laughs> so yeah, Matt Ryan. Uh, I mentioned it back when we broke down uh, the Julio Jones trade to the Titans, when we broke down the uh, NFC South. There, Matt Ryan. All right, he scored. An average of five points per game less without Julio Jones. Uh, I feel like he's more like fast food. All right, he's going to be a streamer. You need a quick fill. You need to go out grocery shopping and you're just tired. You're grabbing some fast food on the way home. The coach, Arthur Smith, uh, run first type style. I know, Ryan, you might disagree with that, uh, that they're going to be slinging it everywhere. But he has a tough first half of the season. Philly, Tampa Bay, the Giants, Washington. The Jets in Miami, like, watch out there. <laughs> but, all right, so he had streaks of bus games last year, 12 points, 12, 6, then a little break of getting into the 20s, then 7, 14, 12, and 10. Not good, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm not drafting him, but I will stream him if I can see that the offense is clicking better uh, and pick him up. That's totally fine by me. What are your thoughts there, Ryan? Yeah, I have him ranked as 14th right now. I'm not super high on that, especially, like, let's say Ridley uh, gets injured uh, or Russell Gage goes down. or Like, any of these guys go down, you're really going to take a lot out of that passing game. Uh, I, I don't have a lot to say here. Like, yeah. you know, Ryan, Ryan lost Julio Jones, and Brady retained all his weapons. So Brady, to me, is the clear winner. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, enough. He's got Do it up, big guy. Did we say what their consensus rankings were? What do we got, Reeks? Yeah. Yeah, so we got it. Um, Tom Brady, we have at – oh, you want it just in general? Oh, yeah, I said at the beginning. So Tom Brady – what do I have? Oh, Tom Brady was uh, consensus five. Actually, that's our new rankings, which they will be updated. Yeah, Tom Brady is yeah, four, and Matt Ryan is thir- uh, 13? 13. Yep. 13. All right. So now moving on, we got – Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Russell Wilson versus Kirk Cousins. All right. Winner, according to Jared, Russell Wilson. All right. I would have to agree. 
Russell Wilson threw 40 touchdowns while also rushing for 513 yards in 2020. Kirk Cousins ran for 156 yards while throwing 35 touchdowns in 2020. All right, so Kirk Cousins, he's in a very run-heavy first offense. He was 15th in pass attempts, and uh, Wilson was 7th, all right? Also, he outruns, so you get that dual threat there. Yeah, Wilson, not much more needs to be said about why he wins. Uh, but our consensus ranking here, we got Russell Wilson is at 8 there, Regan, unless I don't have the updated one, and Kirk Cousins, 14. Russell we'll Wilson's five, it. Kirk Cousins there. is twelve. How do I have the wrong consensus? <laughs> I wrote it in the doc a second ago. <laughs> the seedings are the consensus. A second man. ago. A second <laughs> ago. I gotta refresh my pages. Dude. Well, you must be on the wrong page again. Ryan, is he reading <sighs> your stuff again? Oh my I don't know what this guy is doing. What's where's he reading from? You gotta love him. Uh, no, you don't. Oh, anyway. he's so homeschooled, man. He's so <laughs> homeschooled. Why don't you ask one of your nine brothers and sisters? <laughs> <laughs> seven <laughs> no that's eight you're almost hey, seven. yeah oh geez you guys adopt one in the way no, oh the math no years. i'm just kidding it's, uh, the, i was making fun of philip rivers with nine <laughs> consensus siblings are 7.5 all right right what are your thoughts on uh whoever lost there kirk cousins uh, you know what i like uh i do like kirk cousins uh, I have him as my quarterback 13. Uh, he's a good value at his ADP right now. He's 179 on sleeper. I mean, the guy's going like the 14th round. So if you're just looking to wait on a quarterback, like he's a pretty good option, especially he's got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, uh, Delvin Cook in the backfield. Uh, and my guy, Irv Smith, who sleeper report today said that he was a uh, red zone beast. So anyways, enough about Irv Smith. Uh, last five games for Cousins includes the Bears twice, the Steelers, the Packers, and the Rams. So something to be mindful of. He's got a pretty difficult schedule come playoff time. Um, but overall, especially if you are if you have this guy as like your quarterback two in a super flex, that's a fantastic value. Briggs, what you got? So while I was trying to put in the consensus rankings, I might have uh, ignored what Mac was saying. So I might, <laughs> I might copy what he said. But uh, I was just uh, – Kirk Cousins, you know, he's not the best, but he's reliable. He's finished top 12 the past five out of six years. Uh, and then the uh, one big key is if Jeff, Justin Jefferson can have a more put-together season, more consistent throughout the season, uh, it's only going to help him. Uh, you do have to look at the fact that they are a run-dominant team. And uh, the past two years has been tough for Kirk Cousins since they became that uh, – uh, rushing dominant team you know he only got into the top 12 last year because of a 6.8 touchdown rate so you you can get him late like it's kind of like a Ben Roethlisberger point where it's a good QB2 good filler um I think Max said it well when he said uh actually that might have been the last one the fast food (laughs) fast food fast food that was like uh three wasn't it no no he just said it a second ago about how you can grab him you want to fill him in, prick. Mm. Ah, I got him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, I promise we're gonna tighten this up. Let's go for gold. Uh, don't make promises you can't keep. <laughs> All right. I tried. We moving on here. We're moving on. Russell Wilson. All right. He won. So Russell Wilson moves on. Uh, we got Kyler Murray versus Trevor Lawrence. 
Regan, what are their consensus rankings? Uh, Kyle Murray at number two in the consensus, and mm. Trevor Lawrence at number 15. All right, so uh, Jared here is saying Murray finished with over 800 yards rushing in 2020, right behind Lamar Jackson. Time for seventh in pass attempts with Russell Wilson. Trevor Lawrence may be the future of the Jaguars, but he will not be on the same level as Murray in his rookie season. Totally agree. This Jared guy sounds like a really smart guy. Um, I have Kyler Murray at, spoiler my number one QB for this year, all right? He was the number one QB last season until week 16, uh, all right? And before his injury, he was on pace to be the first QB to rush for over 1,000 yards and pass for over 4,000. All right, start of the season, uh, Tennessee, Minnesota, and at Jacksonville. That's a really juicy start. But the playoff schedule here, Detroit, Indy, and then at Dallas. I, I like that one a lot. So uh, I agree with Jared here. Uh, Kyler Murray wins here. You're a sexual dynamo. Most guys couldn't even handle you. I've been reading books on the outside just so I can keep up with you. Nobody can handle Kyler Murray. <laughs> Regan looks lost. He doesn't know. That's what that meant. <laughs> you and your Bill movie buff. Stripes, but okay. Anyway. Ooh, Stripes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Ryan, you got thoughts? Uh, I mean, Kyler Murray is the clear winner here. We'll talk a little bit more about him uh, in additional rounds, but Trevor Lawrence, you just don't, you don't know. And that offense, that team, the coaching staff, the receiving core, like question marks everywhere. Travis at the end. I don't even know what position he plays anymore. So, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kyler Murray, clear favorite. Terrible coaching, bad O-line. Yep, got it. Not, not rookie Regan. MVP. <laughs> Will not be the rookie MVP. That's reserved for somebody we'll talk about later. Yes. So I guess uh, Trevor... Rookie MVP. What the yeah. hell is that? Yeah, I mean. Losing it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Trevor Lawrence, uh, like, like you guys said, Kyle Murray, an easy win, especially with somebody that's been in the league for a little bit and somewhat established you know, and we only see a, a bigger ceiling going up going forward or higher ceiling uh trevor lawrence like like you said the whole rushing and his stats insane are are insane he averaged uh 315 rushing yards and six rushing touchdowns in the past three well the, the three years he was in college six rushing touchdowns is huge for a guy that also slings the ball uh, obviously the nfl is a little different but with weapons like dj truck LaVisha Chanel and Marvin Jones, who is a deep threat. Um, he's got an opportunity, but when it comes to rookies, it's just nerve-wracking. You know, the Jags the, the Jags did throw the season last year, but they also kind of suck as well. So we'll see Very much how, much, so. how Trevor Lawrence – you know, it's the only hole wasn't a great quarterback. It definitely will help, though, so we'll see what, uh, what, what comes. His rushing skills will definitely be tested. That's for damn sure because he's going to have yeah. about a second and a half to throw the football. Yeah, behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> it's yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty, am I jumping to the next one? Yeah, go right ahead. All right, so we got number seven, Dak Prescott, and number 10, Aaron Rodgers. What a pain in my ass. <laughs> Sorry. All of our asses. He's really oh, the just, guy. He just oh, ruined everything. <laughs> go ahead. He's one of those guys, okay. that just, you know, sneak up from behind that we mentioned in the past. You know, <laughs> seriously. All right, so I'll read this, uh, read this quick. <laughs> Dak was undoubtedly us. Oh, so this is Jared's words. Dak was undoubtedly one of the best receive uh, has one of the best receiving cores in the football, but his ability to run is very misleading. 
The most rushing yards he's ever posted was 357 yards. Only two out of the last five years has he had more than 300 yards rushing. We'll have to see what he does with his legs coming this offseason, coming off that ankle injury, which is a, a great point by Jared. He's going to he's going to be nervous. You know, I know when I was coming back from injury playing football when I was younger, like you get you get nervous and you, you're not the same player, at least at the beginning. So uh, and then on Aaron Rodgers uh, is uh, he's going to be a rushing. Uh, what does he say? Aaron Rodgers is going to be running the offense and calling the shots and his supposed. Uh, Oh, it's supposed last, last dance. dance. I like that. Oh, but oh, by the way, where do you guys think he's going? I'm just kidding. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Anyways, in, in 2020, he tossed 48 touchdowns and only five interceptions. Sure, the running upside is no longer there, but he tosses 40-plus touchdowns his career. Uh, they also drafted a wide receiver in the third round and brought back Randall Cobb. Woohoo. Uh, that being said, he picked Aaron Rodgers to win this battle. I think this is actually a close one in in my eyes. Um, you got to think that Aaron Rodgers, you know, he wants to do one more big season and, uh, get out of here. So he's going to want that next contract or to be traded to a contender and a contender is only going to want him if he produces still. So he, uh, he's going to be put on blast if he does not do well, that's really on him. Uh, as for Dak, uh, you know, uh, we didn't bring it up really, but he has the sh- shoulder injury. Uh, he got in practice, came back one day, left again. He's going to be out for a little bit. They, we have the Hall of Fame game tomorrow, I believe, and he uh, probably not going to play in it. Nah, <laughs> so they, they said that tonight that, yeah, he's not playing. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have anyways, but, it, you know, if there wasn't any chance, it, it does suck. Um, for him to get out there, and he needs he needs as much uh, get back as possible with coming off that injury. So we're, now we got a shoulder injury. We have that ankle injury. He's coming back from. It's nerve wracking, if you ask me. I think he's still going to be a stud. I think our, I'll I'll say our consensus rankings after though. Uh, but uh, Ryan, what do you got on this? Yeah, you know I have Rogers uh, winning this matchup as well. Uh, they're close though. So my in my rankings, I have Rogers nine. I have Prescott ten. Um, you know I. I'll, I've gotten some questions around why I have Rogers lower, uh, specifically from from Jared. And um, you know what I have to say is, if you look at the top five quarterbacks over the last decade, right? Every year the top five looks almost completely different. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the name you see the most, uh, ironically, but it's usually every other season. So either the next year they lose weapons, they lose linemen, there has to be some shifts. There's changes in coaching. So it's so hard to duplicate a top five finish. Uh, and then plus like limited off season, kind of dicking around, uh, bad relationship with the coaching staff. We'll see. Mac, I know you uh, have touched upon that coaching situation. Oh, no. Zach just broke something else. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> So I had Zach Prescott ranked six. All right. So he was on pace for 60. Uh, 6,700 yards, all right, passing. He doesn't need a rush, so I don't know why uh, Jared's bringing up that point with him uh, when he has all those dangerous, versatile weapons. Uh, might change my rankings because of the injuries now, and we'll see how he looks in the preseason. But he also has a healthy O-line back, so I expect him to do pretty well and get just outside of the top five, but definitely in the top ten for sure. But... uh. Yeah, we'll get to Rodgers and my thoughts on him later. 
He is ranked lower than that for me, though. So we'll move on. Aaron Rodgers is the winner, and their consensus is <laughs> Regan. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's my consensus. Dak Press. I already said it at the beginning. Dak's number seven. Aaron Rodgers is number ten. I thought you said we were getting at the end. I wasn't I, paying attention. I, well, I was going to say I, I was going to say our own. So I actually have. Oh, Dak. I have Dak the the highest at five. Mm. Yeah. And Rodgers at 11. Mm-hmm. So we're all right there at Rodgers, 10, 9, 11. Can we all yeah. agree that Prescott is somewhere between 1 and 10? Like, I think his yes. ceiling is QB1. Okay. Easy. It is, for sure. For yes. sure, but everybody's just cautious of the injury. But if he drops down to sixth round, I might take him. But I usually oh. don't draft a QB that, that early. I usually wait until mm-hmm. double-digit rounds. So There's going to be an awesome – Awesome wide receiver there for me in the sixth round, so I'll just take that instead. Yeah, well, that's that's what you have to uh, that's what you have to pick. All right, and who's next? Uh, all right, so we got uh, next matchup here is going to be number three Lamar Jackson versus uh, number fourteen Joe Burrow. So, I mean, the the winner here is going to be Lamar Jackson. Jared said so. I think we're probably all probably going to be in agreement with this. So Jared references Lamar Jackson has topped 1,000 rushing uh, yards as a quarterback the last two seasons while also tossing 26 touchdowns in, in 2020 and 36 in 2019. And they've only added more uh, offensive weapons in Sammy Watkins. They drafted Rashad Bateman. Um, and Joe Burrow's coming off a torn ACL and MCL. Um, Jared Jared says that he, he posted 300-plus yards in five out of his 10 starts in his rookie season, but he only rushed for 142 yards. So I think there's a common theme in Jared's predictions here, and I think he really holds a lot uh, of fantasy value in quarterbacks that can run. Um, so with that said, like I agree. like Jackson will probably rush for over 1,000 yards, and uh, he had 43 combined touchdowns in 2019, 33 combined in 2020. And if that offense can get down the field a little bit better this year, um with those weapons he'll have more red zone opportunities as well but uh to talk about joe burrow a little bit he hasn't proven himself yet he's coming off of an injury it's going to take time all of those things factor into why i would knock out joe burrow here mac what do you got i agree man uh, i don't even have him in my top 16 um uh, but yeah i just don't i don't think their offense is clicking yet uh plus with the o-line issues i just yeah i don't see him beaten out into the top 16 and rankings just outside but uh they have him at 19 right now so yeah, yeah you do. i agree huh I said yeah you do yeah i do ryan's got him at 15 i got him at 14 or yeah, see right. he has him at 16 i have him at 15 sorry yeah i have him at 16 yeah, yeah we don't know what we're doing regan <laughs> your thoughts on joe burrow I think you guys pretty much summed it up. He does have an amazing passing attack. He did throw – he was on pace for 4,400 yards, like we said, but he is coming off an injury. Probably should have used that pick for an online, like we've said. It's just – he's got – he could be awesome, but you just get nervous. And then, obviously, the ACL is going to mess with him at the beginning. But I, they did I draft he, O-line later. Uh, they yeah, did. They're talking about Penny Sewell. They, they should have right. taken him. Yeah. He wanted, he wanted Jamar Chase, so – Oh, that was yeah, definitely... did. yeah, I'm sorry to step on your toes there. I was just saying they did no. they did address the O line in later rounds. Uh so the the future is bright for them. We're just saying this year right now, redraft, yeah, not yeah. not quite there yet. They already said Jamar Chase was really have, uh struggling in practice too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not looking 
you know, like a number one wide receiver that they just drafted. So it is nerve wracking. I did say back in our beginning episodes, way back in the day, uh, when we were talking about most impactful rookies, that Jamar Chase, if you watch his film, like a lot of it is he's just, it's blown coverages. So when he is uh, zeroed up by a corner, lockdown corner, it's going to be tricky. So we'll, we'll see how he does. I just don't think you're going to get much production out of him when it's a tough defense. Weaker defenses, yeah. But we're talking about quarterbacks, not receivers. Sorry. I know I know we have to move on because we're short on time, but an important mm-hmm. fantasy question here. Lamar Jackson's probably going in the top three rounds. Do you take Lamar Jackson in the top three rounds, or do you wait for a guy like Joe Burrow? You know my answer. I wait. Yeah. Hey, he, oof, Lamar Jackson could be amazing, though, this year. Those could top be. four, let's top, top, well, my top four. So Mahomes, Allens, Murray, Jackson, Prescott. I feel like you can't really go wrong in those earlier rounds with them. They're just next level. They go too early for me. I, I don't like drafting quarterbacks too early. So uh, I feel like I'm missing out on a top running back or a top wide receiver. So I'd rather have those guys than a top quarterback. Third round, you better hope that Lamar Jackson is 2019 Lamar Jackson where he carries fantasy teams because mm-hmm. if he's not, you're passing on a really good running back or a really good wide receiver. Oh, by far. And like uh, you were saying about uh, Jared and his uh, liking the running backs, uh, running quarterbacks in this draft is you get so much more points, you know, uh, for uh, four-point touchdowns from these uh, quarterbacks. Uh, they, they were doing some stats on another podcast when they were like, some players would have to score like another 20 touchdowns just to – uh, add up to uh, some of these rushing quarterbacks like uh, Lamar Jackson running for a thousand yards. It's just insane points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in standard leagues, he's definitely his value oh. is so much higher than in skyrockets leagues mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I might have said All that. Right. Right, but that's what I meant. All right, Mac, you want to wrap up the the first round here with your first boy? First round. Jeez. Oh, yours and Regan's boys. Ooh, baby. Yeah, look at this. All right, so we got House Tannister, uh, Ryan Tannehill versus Matt Stafford here. Winner, Ryan Tannehill. Matthew Stafford, we're just going to talk about the losers here of the first round. Matthew Stafford has a stronger arm than Jared Goff, but he's only thrown for more than 30 touchdowns twice in his career and has no running ability. So, yeah, Jared really likes the running quarterbacks. Maybe having a better coach will help him turn things around, but we'll have to see. Uh, Matt Stafford. uh, Is the man. Yep, like I said, new better coach. He averages 600-plus attempts, though, minus his 2019 uh season when he uh i broke my back what do you mean by that you my broke back it? is broken what po- a, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion spinal, spinal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he is a top 10 qb when his pass attempts are over 565 i think in the rams offense he's going to do that all right, schedule is a bit rough and tough in that division. Um, so not particularly targeting him, but if he falls to me, I'm glad to take him. I have him ranked ninth. Uh, so, yeah, Regan, your thoughts on your boy here, Stafford? Oh, man, I got to – I'd still take him over a lot. I would wait on him to grab him, but I am going to talk down on him a little bit. Uh, so, you know, the past 12 seasons that he's been with uh, Detroit, he's passed for – or averaged at least 4,000 passing yards at that time. Uh, that being said, he's averaged below 30 touchdowns and uh, double-digit double interceptions through those 12 years. So not the best, you know, that could be to blame on 
crappy Detroit, not having weapons and so on. He obviously, he does throw the ball. So if he can um, cut back on those interceptions and throw that th- throw uh, some touchdowns a little bit more, he's going to be huge. 4,000 yards average. I just hope he's not too beat up from these Detroit Detroit days and his spinal injury, <laughs> apparently. All yeah, right. I have uh, I have Stafford at 11. Uh, I do think he's still a quarterback one. Uh, he's got great weapons and a good old line. Um, but I certainly have Tannehill over him this year. Poor guy. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, what do we got next here? Moving on to the second round. So Ryan Tannehill advances. Uh, round two. Is so we, me. So we got uh, Josh Allen versus Justin Herbert. So I'll say the consensus after so I can read through this. Uh, he obviously picked Josh Allen. This is a pretty easy case. Uh, his write-up on this was Justin Herbert does have some rushing upside, running again, loves that rushing, running for 234 uh, yards and five touchdowns as a rookie season. Uh, looking at the name, you would uh, think Josh Allen is blowing Herbert out of the water, but Allen threw 37 touchdowns in his third season with Herbert throwing 31 his rookie year. Allen rushed for 421 with eight touchdowns, and Herbert ran for 234 with five touchdowns. In a four-point touchdown format, Allen is only averaging a little more, a little over four more points per game. Hmm. That's a that's actually a, an eye-opening thing, and that's what uh, you guys need to know at your drafts and pay attention to that scoring format. Uh, Wait, only averaging a little more than four more points per game? That's a huge difference at quarterback. Oh, it's insane. It, I don't know why you say it only. <laughs> oh. Oh, Jared, no. That, no, Jared. Yeah, I don't know why you're um, you're reading it. I don't know why you're saying only four points. That's a that's a huge difference. When you lose a lot opinion. of games, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Right. That lost by tenths of a point. So simple enough, though. Josh Allen, easy win here. Mm. What do you What do you got, Mac? Yeah, I agree. Bit? I've explained what I'm. I'm kind of low on Herbert, uh, so he can go. You like popsicles? He can go suck on some popsicles. <laughs> All right, Ryan. You know, maybe Jared's point is that if uh, you're picking Herbert in the sixth round and you're picking Allen in the, in the third round, maybe the difference between that other position is going to make up for those four points. Um, here, I have Allen moving on. And um, yeah, uh, I, I had some points on Herbert, but I think we've already touched on them. And mm-hmm. I don't think he tops Allen this year. Yeah, like context that. is everything, man. Like, if you're getting them later, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, just know what you're sacrificing. You're hoping for that huge upside with Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get a repeat, which we'll get into that later. Uh, Ryan, you're up, right? Yeah, so we got Allen moving on. And the uh, the next matchup is going to be number four, Tom Brady, versus number five, Russell Wilson. So we're going back, boys, to uh, which Super Bowl number? I can't even keep track anymore. Of which... What was that? 49? Oh, gosh. No. I don't even know. We should know this, but we're going. We got a little bit I of a was, rematch going on. I was hammered. <laughs> Producer, look that up for us. I've been Producer. hammered since 2014, I think. So I, I can't remember. Um, that's a lie. I have Tom Brady here. Jared has Russell Wilson moving on. So we'll talk a little bit more about Russell Wilson. But I think Tom Brady. I have him as quarterback six, and I have him as quarterback six because Bruce Arians throws the hell out of the ball, and Tom Brady has three incredible weapons that he's going to have for hopefully the whole season. And if one of them goes down, he's going to have two of those weapons. So, um, yeah, I I think Tom Brady trumps uh, Russell Wilson this year. What do you think, Mac? He's the GOAT, man. 
I would have had him move on. Especially with where you're getting him. So his ADP and my mocks, I'm getting Tom Brady in double-digit rounds. Ninth, tenth round. Uh, ninth is like the earliest. So I'd much rather have Tom Brady then uh, instead of taking Russell Wilson in the fifth and sixth round. Uh, maybe even earlier. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I have Tom Brady ranked pretty high. I have, I have him fourth. I think he's going for the touchdown record. That's the only thing he wants to check off his list. And with that dangerous offense, uh, not really going to pay much attention to the run game. Running back by committee, he's just going to be throwing the ball all over trying to uh, get that touchdown record back that he only had for like a season before Peyton Manning took it from him. So that's uh, that's my ideals behind him. Uh, Regan? Can't believe I'm the lowest on Tom Brady. I can't either. I need wow. to update this bad, Larry. I am at seven. Last episode. Oh, seven. Easy. Easy. Oh, happy uh, belated birthday to the GOAT. Tom. Oh, you... Why'd you have to leave? No. Uh, I honestly don't have... I have nothing negative to really say about Tom's game. He's proved us all wrong over years and years. He's took care of the ball better than any Bruce Arians quarterback since 2006. He's They've signed back everyone relevant to him and his offense that he needed. I, it should be Tom all day. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, Jared, your rankings suck. Get out of here. That's right. All right. Last time we asked him to do anything. I hate that kid. You're up. Moving on. Am I out? All right. Kyler Murray versus Aaron Rodgers. There we go. Kyler Murray, pretty high on him, as you heard, number one. So Aaron Rodgers, all right, he had an MVP season, 48 touchdowns. I think we already said all this. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I... All right, my notes on Aaron Rodgers here. I have him ranked 10, all right? Discount double bitch fest all season. Uh, yes. Hey, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, what were you doing all off season? I like to think of different things that people do with their hands. Okay, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Rodgers there. He's not getting along with the coach, all right? When things are getting tough and they're going to be losing games, they're going to implode, man. And once you entertain retirement, moving on to go play Jeopardy, or host Jeopardy, rather, you lose your mojo. So I don't see him re- mm-hmm. repeating. Last three seasons, he had 25 touchdowns, 26, and then 48. All right? So that's the anomaly. It, it's got to regress. Back to normal, somewhere in the 30s. All right? I even might be too high on him, honestly, making the top 10. And I might be too low on Justin Herbert, and he might be making the top 10 and not Aaron Rodgers. So, I don't know. That's my thoughts on it. Regan, what do you got? I loved your your input on that. Uh, Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, obviously, I think the main thing is uh, positive side is he he does, I guess we really don't know if he wants to play again, if he wants to get traded and be brought to a contender, but he's going to need to show out if he wants to do so. And then uh, the negative. He doesn't want to get traded. They only have the, the one more year with him, and he's just trying to get Devontae Adams paid. But, like, where are you going to go that's better than Green Bay right now? I don't get it. I don't know, man. Maybe you're just sick of the cold. It's cold as balls there. True. <laughs> it's horrible. And maybe maybe he's lactose intolerant, too. Oh, all that cheese curd. Uh, I liked your whole point. I was actually going to bring up the, the touchdowns and everything with him having just going crazy one year. But, he, you know, his career, he had a career-high touchdown rating of 9.1%, as well as a 8.2-yard 
per attempt, which matched his 2011 season. So it was just like an astronomical stat year for him. He he, he went off, and mm-hmm. I just wish he went about. I would have had so much more respect for him if he went about things a little bit differently because he definitely earned, uh, you know, everything that he talked. He's been saying you know this year, but he went went about it a little bitchy. So screw you. Not yeah, you, I can't Rogers. talk. I can't talk about Aaron Rodgers anymore. So let's just bump yeah. him out and and move on Kyler Murray and and end it there. All like right, it. sounds good. Uh, who do we have next year? Uh, we got finals. Uh, we got uh oh, is it a semi? Mm-mm. We got no. one more. Oh, one more. Skipping, Take I'm it easy, biscuit. Damn it! I'm so excited. Oh, get me nervous. We got we still got Lamar Jackson and Ryan Tannehill. All right, so I, I I'll take this one, guys. So we had three number three Lamar Jackson, number six Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Jared has Lamar Jackson uh, taking this matchup. He makes he makes pretty good notes here. Neither quarterback is going to win the award for most passing attempts. Uh, Tannehill is only a slightly more efficient passer with a completion percentage of 65.5% in 2020 compared to Jackson's 64.4. So basically pretty much the same there. Uh, Jackson finished 24th in pass attempts. Tannehill finished 18th. Uh, due to the lack of volume in the passing game, the obvious choice is to take Jackson rushing upside, which blows Tannehill out of the water. Yeah, I mean, those are all good points, but I think 2020 to me, and I and I have Jackson winning this matchup as well, but I think 2020 to me has Tannehill throwing a hell of a lot more and utilizing play action more. And I think when you add Julio Jones to that offense, that's only going to make for more big plays using play action pass because they... The Titans use play action uh, plays more than any other team in the league. So that's where I stand. Uh, Mac, what do you think? Uh, so, yeah, how's Tannister there? Yeah, all right. So they added Julio Jones. They traded for him. He demands 150-plus targets. A.J. Brown will demand over 100 as well. That's two wide receivers getting over 1,000 yards. They didn't bring Julio in the block. All right, Jeff Kerr from CBS, I talked about this when we broke down the Titans. Since 2019, where he only played 10 games, Tannister, his yard per per attempt was 8.5, first overall. Game-winning drive, 9. That's first overall of quarterbacks since 2019. Fourth quarter comeback, 7, first overall. Passer rating, 110, that's second. Touchdown percentage, 7.2, and that's second. All right, and they their big play op, uh, offense there. I I think Ryan Tannehill. I we'll get into when we do our bets and our odds episode. But I might take him to become MVP, man, because their running game they need to uh, lighten the load for Henry, and I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot more because what they've been doing hasn't been working. They need to get over that hump. Plus a bad defense. So best offense. For fantasy is a bad defense. They'll have to be coming back. That's why I highlighted his comebacks. Uh, so I expect him to pass a lot more. Regan, uh, I'll just run through it quick. We talked about Tannehill a couple times, a little bit earlier. Just you know, two negatives really. We gotta we gotta remember Julio. He's not always the most reliable wide receiver when it comes to dodging the injury bug. Mm-hmm. And AJ Brown had offseason minor knee surgeries. I believe that was both knees. I, I know that it's minor, but you just never know. And then he's offense, looking great in camp, though, man. Is he good? He, he, and I'm beast in it. I wasn't throwing anything at him, but it just gets you, you know any surgery no, makes me a little yeah. nervous. Yeah, it's and, good and, context. Uh, then the last one is just offense. Offense we still need to remember is going to go through the run game. Uh, they are go- you are right. I believe they both will have a thousand yards. Uh, 
Derrick Henry is still going to have 300 carries. <laughs> so just need to remember that. Uh, yeah, probably a lot more than that. I had 368 last year. I took off 68. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll live with that. We good okay, on want to move on? Yeah, round three. Round three. What? Josh Allen and Russell Wilson. I actually like this matchup. This is a good matchup right here. Um, so, Jared, he picked Josh Allen to win. Josh Allen is basically a red zone running back with the ability to pass. Perfect. In his first three years, he had he has had no fewer than eight rushing touchdowns. Last year, his rushing numbers were the lowest he had posted in his three-year career. A 400, at 421, uh, watching his passing efficiency dramatically increase, which is awesome. We all saw it. It was great to watch. Uh, Russell Wilson only had posted 513 rushing uh, yards, with a slight, which is slightly better. Wilson only rushed for 10 touchdowns in the last six years compared to Allen's 25 in the last three, which is mind-blowing. That's a big stat. Yeah, it really is, and I know it. Co- it obviously comes down to the you know the rushing yards, uh, rushing touchdowns again, but in the rushing abilities. But both of these quarterbacks really are pretty comparable in their abilities to elude, uh, make make more time with their legs and get those first downs or that touchdown with their legs. Josh Allen's a lot younger. Russell Wilson's been in the league for a while. Uh, I would always lean with the up and coming star when it comes to that. So, uh, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I have Josh Allen here too. Uh, and th- this is what I want to talk about. So again, bringing it back to fantasy, Josh Allen, third or fourth round, Russell Wilson, probably sixth round. Who are we taking, guys? None. I, uh, that's what I, I would say, but I, if you I had to choose. I, I know. All right. So I will choose that I will trade for Russell Wilson later. Tough schedule at the first seven games, all right? But a very nice back half lined up. I want the team that drafts him to struggle, and then I'll trade for Russell Wilson later. I know. I know. I like the concept, though. Good luck with that. So for those in the leagues that I play in, if you take Russell Wilson, I will take him off your hands when you are struggling. They got a weak defense and a great offense, So, and they're revamping it after his spinoff show uh, for Aaron Rodgers' bitch fest. He had his own. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna be passing the ball more, so I'm expecting them to light it up this year. If somebody told me you could have Wilson in the sixth or Allen in the fourth, and I had to make one of those choices, I think even though I'm not a big quarterback early guy, I think I would take Allen in the fourth and take my chances. I don't love the consistency of Russell Wilson. I agree. If I had to pick between the two, if I had to take a wide a quarterback, I would do do Allen as well in the fourth. I'd Next. take Russell this year. We'll get oh. to what I think about Josh Allen next time. All uh, right, I'll, I'll trade time. you uh, in the seventh, seventh round, uh, week. There okay. we go. Uh, so who we got next? Ryan, Matt, you're up, you, right? Or uh, I'm up? up? I don't know. I'll go. I'll go. And then somebody freaking takes the finals for something. Sounds All right, here good. we go. So number two, Kyla Murray versus number three, Lamar Jackson. Uh, so Jared here has Kyler Murray winning. Uh, Lamar Jackson will probably outrun Kyler Murray in 2021. And the key word is probably since Jackson ran for a thousand five yards compared to Murray's eight hundred and nineteen. Uh, what is certain is that Lamar Jackson won't pass for more yards than Kyler Murray. Murray threw for three thousand nine hundred seventy-one yards compared to Jackson's two thousand seven hundred fifty-seven. And Murray has a higher potential for passing for more touchdowns, especially having proven wide receiver number one, uh, where Lamar does not. And those are all really good points. 
but I am going to have to uh, disagree with him here. So I actually have Lamar Jackson winning, and I and I understand Jared's reasoning for eliminate, eliminating Jackson here. Uh, I think it's totally reasonable. I think Jackson surges back into the top three in fantasy this year um, because he has more weapons and because they're committing to passing the ball more. So Bateman's no joke. Bateman, I've referenced this before, in the middle of the college football season last year, he was considered the number one wide receiver by many. And because of COVID-related things, coming back and underperforming in a couple of games, he got bumped down that list, but he is a, he is a really really talented wide receiver. And you add in a deep threat like Sammy Watkins uh, with a rushing attack like what they have, it's going to be a more balanced offense. And I could see Lamar Jackson passing for thirty plus touchdowns and rushing for double digit touchdowns. And I think that's what bumps him over Kyler Murray. So uh, Reeks, I'll send this one to you. What do you think? I think you nailed it i agree with you 100 percent with lamar jackson you know the team is well-rounded now they have endless possibilities with the additions of uh, bateman and uh sammy watkins with sammy watkins looks amazing in uh which i hope they're just not talking up but supposedly he looks amazing in practice and is uh really looking like a wide receiver one and hopefully he's helping these younger guys but you know with pairing with julio brown uh yeah sorry hollywood brown and uh mark andrews what a passing attack, and we obviously know it's a run game anyway. So his his passing attack can only go up from here, if you ask me. So I feel like his floor is kind of met. I feel like last year might have been his floor. That's possibility. Yes, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. So I think it can only go up from there. And I hope he can, you know, throw it a little bit better. <laughs> you know, but they're pushing for it, and uh, they're only they're only giving him a no. They're giving him a way to get better. So uh, what do you think, Mac? I know it's probably shitty. You know? It's not shitty. <laughs> I just have Kyler Murray. I agree with Jared here. Uh, so I have him ranked one. So yeah, I'm going to take him. And Lamar Jackson's going in like the second and third round. I don't want to spend that draft capital on him. And he's been out with COVID. So the receivers have been looking good with the backup QBs in training camp. So if it's not him throwing it, and it's the backup QB making him look good, we'll see when he comes back. So keep that in mind. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, you're you're grasping at straws here if you're you're not. What's the reference? Uh, the analogy? Don't know what you're talking about. You're being very picky. You're very being very picky here. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to research to make sure that he didn't come back. Uh, but yeah, we're being very picky here. So I just think with the draft capital, it'll be later. But yeah, I have Kyler Murray higher. I'm still alive, motherfucker. Okay, bye, Jackson. <laughs> Damn. All right, let's move on to the finals here. All right, I'll take care of this bad Larry. We got uh, finals is Josh Allen, our number one consensus, and uh, Kyler Murray, number two. And uh, they're only number one and number two because Patrick Mahomes obviously wasn't being uh, been out of this consensus uh, bracket. So they're really two and three, put it that way. So he picks, can I say it? Yeah. yeah. Kyler Murray. What an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> So, all right, so here's what Jared has to say. Kyle Murray will outrun Josh Allen. Josh, ugh, he loves the running. Josh Allen tossed 30 don't, re- don't repeat yourself. Don't repeat yourself. Give your thoughts. We've we've talked enough about Jared. Yeah. Uh, anyway. What are, you, well, what are your thoughts? You would pick you would pick Josh Allen over him? Oh, easy. I would easily take Josh Allen. Uh, oh, not actually, not easy. Uh, with Kyler Murray, I just get nervous with, you know, the shoulder injury from last year. Um 
he also came out saying that his rushing is a luxury, whatever that means. Does that make you nervous and him kind of staying in the pocket a little bit more and not extending the play? And I don't know. I could see him, you know, I compare him on, almost to uh, a Russell Wilson where I just don't think he's as durable as Russell Wilson. I guess that's kind of where I'm going to be putting him. Uh Durable as Josh Allen or Russell Wilson? No, I think Russell Wilson is more durable than Kyle Murray well, yeah. will be in his in his NFL career. I think they're pretty comparable uh, play wise. They can break uh, break off the tackles behind the line of scrimmage, send plays. They're fast. They're shorter than their linemen. All the above. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a little guy, man. Uh, I was trying to bring up his dimensions, but yeah, he is a small guy. So yeah, his durability comes into question. AJ Green's been looking good in camp, but then he gets hurt <laughs> later. I saw this at the gym uh, when I was struggling on the treadmill, and uh, I saw that he got hurt. Somebody else like running. Barely, hey, Jared. Barely jogging. But anyway. It's more of a fall uh, forward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Always good for one and a half yards there. Um, Ryan, what are your thoughts on this uh, finals matchup here? I, ha- I have Josh Allen as my. Try and call him Jared Allen right there. Uh, <laughs> Josh Allen is my winner. And, um, you know, I think it's just a slight difference. Like, I'm still really high on Kyler Murray, but Allen has a better O-line. Uh, he has an easier strength of schedule, not by much, but but slightly easier. Um, and that's according to Fantasy Pros. And uh, I think Emmanuel Sanders, as far as staying healthy and being productive, I think think he's going to be both of those things over AJ Green. Ooh, I like it. I didn't think of that comparison. And that is it, fellas. First bracket down. Conclusion. So right nice. now we will sh- be showing the bracket. Uh, check it out. Uh, we'll put it on our socials at just a tip FFP or you're watching us on YouTube. You can see it here. Uh, round one, Ryan, go through round one matchups and winners real quick. Yeah, round one winners were uh, Allen, Herbert, Brady, Wilson, uh, Kyla Murray, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, and Ryan Tannehill all made it out of round one. Yeah, I, I like. I really know uh, no problem with those matchup winners at all in the first round. How about you, Regan? I am kind of low on Justin Herbert. Uh, out of this group, he might be the lowest. But other than that, I, I honestly, I'm still fine with him in it. I had all the same so, picks, so yeah. I'm in. Oh, good yeah, for you. I noticed because I was reading it. <laughs> Round two, we had Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Uh, Josh Allen won there. And Tom Brady versus Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson won. Kyler Murray versus Aaron Rodgers. Kyler Murray advances. Lamar Jackson versus Ryan Tannehill. But Lamar Jackson advances. I have a problem with that one. And the Tom Brady one. But besides that, uh, Jared, good job there. Uh, Regan? So you're fifty percent on round three. I like it. Yeah, you know, if I'm, um, that's that's pretty good in a bracket. <laughs> All right, so I'll just finish it off right here. So uh, the Josh Allen and Russell Wilson in round three. Josh Allen took that. Kyle Murray and Lamar Jackson in round three as well. And then Kyle Murray won that. Uh, moving on to round four, Josh Allen versus Kyle Murray, and the champ comes out of that as Kyle Murray. Which I have a problem with. Yeah, you guys have a problem with that, but uh, I don't know. That's the uh, the thing where Jared and I eventually get to the the same same location there. Just took same different roads. Tip. 
Yeah, we're, we're just sharing the same tips. Yep. It's great. This should be Jared. vertical. <laughs> we should have a vertical bracket. We should totally do that. A nice gradual. Oh, no, gosh. It should be a flow chart. <laughs> it should be a flow chart down. That's what it should be. So it's like hanging. <laughs> oh, man. Jared. Want, guys. <laughs> Jared, we appreciate your uh, input here and all that. So, uh, yes. Thank you, Chuck Norris. Much appreciated, man. Gave us some great material. Uh, you guys got any final thoughts on this stuff? Nope. Um, I, I like how we did this. I hope everybody does. Uh, please give us some feedback on what you guys thought about this bracket. And if uh, we, we definitely plan on keep going, but give us some uh, feedback on making it better or whatever you want. Yeah, that was, a lot of, that was a lot of fun, guys. I had a really good time. Yeah, I like that idea, Ryan. First one to come up with a bracket style of anything. So I That's like right. It. Uh, <laughs> Such an original thought. Yeah, it is. Uh, it was a fun way to do it on uh, why we thought uh, different quarterbacks, different players when we get to the other positions uh, next week. Uh, hopefully you guys uh, stuck around. Like, share, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Uh, comment, like Regan said. Uh, give us some feedback where you think our rankings are missing, who we're too low on, too high on. We really appreciate it. Uh, next week, uh, hopefully we can get into the uh, running backs uh, ranking style uh, with tournament style excuse me of the rankings um, but yeah tonight was good we're gonna stick around to another bonus episode on the rest of our rankings uh, to have released later on for you guys and uh, yeah you know what I think next week maybe we should do a uh, bracket style of everybody's moms and yeah, nobody's listening crickets terrible <laughs> absolutely terrible uh. <laughs> That's true. <sighs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Guys really suck. <laughs> well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.